You're listening to a podcast produced by St. Benedict's Table on behalf of the Anglican Diocese of Rupert's Land. In this podcast, Bishop Jeff Woodcroft speaks about a public letter on guaranteed basic income being sent to the Prime Minister, Deputy Prime Minister, and Minister of Finance, signed by bishops of the Anglican Church of Canada and the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada from coast to coast to coast. Bishop Jeff Woodcroft. In these extraordinary times, I've seen the church come alive to be present to those for whom ministry and mission are most important, especially the most vulnerable of our society, those who have been allowed to fall between cracks. Since the time of Jesus Christ, disciples have worked their utmost best to learn in new times and places what it is each of us must do to uphold God's love in the gospel for all people for all times. It has always been the Christian presence to support those, especially those who have nothing, who are lacking, who have been estranged and forgotten. In the past century, it's almost as if the church has abdicated part of that role as counselor, as caregiver. Governmental agencies, especially in privileged countries, have taken over much of the work. But as we have seen in these extraordinary days, we have discovered very quickly how necessary the body of Christ, the Church, is to a world that is hurting. We have actually picked up those roles that we once gave away. And now we are called again in all truth and in all vigor and energy, to affect positive change on society by being who we are and addressing those with whom we can make a difference. We are advocating for a healthy society. I'm reminded in the passage from Matthew, following the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is speaking to the people in the hearing of those who would be prominent disciples and apostles. This is what he tells the people. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your lifespan? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? 
for it is the Gentiles who strive for these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. You see, I I really believe that God calls this body, this church, to be ever-present to the world that God loves. To convey not just love, but food and clothing, deep care in relationship. And to that end, I see us in Rupert's land, in rural and urban, in all places, some suffering and some trying to respond. In the past three weeks, I have done a lot of work in terms of study and in terms of talking and trying to find solutions that work, not just for Rupert's Land, but for Manitobans and indeed for all Canadians. I took the liberty of calling my colleagues the bishops, as well as colleagues in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada, members of the United Church of Canada, and the Roman Catholic Church in Canada, many of whom came to a Zoom conference. I invited former Senator Hugh Siegel to speak. Hugh has been active in supporting guaranteed basic income since 1969. He spoke to us with such passion and excitement. As a result of that, we sculpted a letter a letter to the Prime Minister, the Deputy Prime Minister, and the Minister of Finance, requesting the government to immediately implement a guaranteed basic income for all people who dwell on this land. I wish to read that letter to you now. Dear Prime Minister, Deputy Prime Minister, and Minister Morneau, the subject of this is COVID-19 pandemic guaranteed basic income. We write from across our country from the tundra of the high Arctic, the outports of the Atlantic coast, from French and English-speaking Canada, from urban cities, the prairies, the Rockies and coastal mountains, and from Pacific coast. We write as Indigenous people and as non-Indigenous people. We write from across denominational traditions, as bishops of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada and the Anglican Church in Canada. We write compelled by our shared faith convictions and moral obligation to care for the human condition of all. Although we represent great diversity, we write to you because we are united and morally bound in a singular message. Canada needs guaranteed basic income for all. We need it today. We applaud the government for the various pandemic-related programs it has launched, including CERB. These programs address vital needs. As you have seen in practice, each of these programs is based on specific inclusion and exclusion criteria, with the result that there are different entitlements for individuals in varying circumstances. Wayfinding through this can be daunting, and some are excluded from all programs. We aspire to share this goal, that no one should fall through the gaps and that everyone should have a straightforward access to equitable support. There is a way to that goal, an alternative, affordable, just, 
evidence-based policy option called guaranteed basic income. As Pope Francis wrote last week, this may be the time to consider a universal basic wage. We would extend and amplify the pontiff's remarks, this is the time. Canada has long considered GBI as a possible way to address iniquities, from MinCom in Manitoba to recent efforts in Ontario. The Parliamentary Budget Office has studied it. National and international evidence shows that it is affordable. The Canadian studies suggest it would cost no more than 1% of the GDP. Many scholars are confident that there would be beneficial returns in every aspect of our polity, from justice to health, from education to social welfare. We recommend GBI not just as an astute financial policy, but also because it marks our identity as a country who cares for one another. It is a policy that enshrines this value in law. GBI would be a new social contract, defining a new relationship amongst Canadians through the mediating role of the government. We would be articulating a relationship where we would know with enduring certainty that some of our public spending would provide income for others. With GBI, we state clearly and definitively that no one will be failed by the system so catastrophically that they cannot feed and house themselves and their families, that no one is left alone and so far behind that they cannot find a path out of precarity. We encourage you to see the enormous economic and social value that guaranteed basic income provides, from savings in our health care and correctional systems to a strengthened opportunity for individuals to access childcare, transportation, refugee and immigration aid, housing, and particularly the self-determination and health for Indigenous people. GBI represents a positive nation-building policy option for today and for tomorrow. It can become the great transformational legacy left by this government which arises from this pandemic paralleling the great social gains which arose during and after conflicts. Public health insurance, equal rights. Guaranteed basic income is the policy which we can bequeath to our children, to their children, to the future. We strongly urge the government to immediately implement guaranteed basic income for all people who live on this land for our citizens and refugees, even for the visitors who find themselves here during this pandemic, unable to work and unable to thrive. We say again from diverse places with diverse voices and diverse convictions, Canada needs GBI for all. Now is the time to put it in place. Today we say in unison, Canada needs guaranteed basic income for all. We need it today. Disciples, we are it. We, we are that presence for God in this world. Courageously taking hold of the things that are before us that will provide health for all people. Today's the day that we rise up on a mountain and, and, and we talk to people. We assure them of God's gospel. A gospel that says you're loved. You're cared for. You're important. Thank you.
and may blessings be with you this day and always. You've been listening to a special podcast produced by St. Benedict's Table for the Anglican Diocese of Rupert's Land. For more information on the letter which Bishop Jeff speaks of and ways in which you can add your own voice of concern, please consult the show notes. I'm your host, Jamie Howison. Thanks for listening.